Mark. And I'm Kendrick. And this is Movies in Black and White. In today's episode, we'll be discussing Godzilla vs. Kong, directed by Adam Wingard, story by Terry Rossio, Michael Doherty, Zach Shields. Starring Alexander Skarsgård as Dr. Nathan Lind, Millie Bobby Brown as Madison Russell, Rebecca Hall as Dr. Eileen Andrews, Brian Tyree Henry as Bernie Hayes, Shona Gurria as Ren Sarazawa, Isaac Gonzalez as Maya Simmons, Julian Dennison as Josh Valentine, Lance Reddick as Gillerman, Kyle Chandler as Dr. Mark Russell, Damian Bisher as Walter Simmons, Kaylee Hoddle as Gia. The movie came out in March 31st of 2021. The budget was $155 million. Music was by Tom Hulkenberg. So it's been a long time, buddy. Hey, but we're back. Yes, yes we are. <laughs> With better equipment. Yeah, oh man. The upgrades to the uh, Hodges Studio are amazing. <laughs> yeah, I, I spent a little bit of money. I figured if we're going to come back, might as well come back in style. Yeah, no Building doubt. Building a, a theater marquee with our logo on it so we can update some stuff and Great just have mics. a whole new look to ourselves. Great mixing. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully we don't sound so tinny out there. God, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing what actual two mics will do for you now instead yes. of just one mic that we're both sharing hovering over. Just like, <laughs> yeah, you can hear me, right? Plus, I don't like being that close to you, man. It Ouch. It's a that, crazy. That, that cuts me deep, bro. <laughs> that's, that's not very nice. No, man, it's been a long time. A uh, long time since I've seen you. A long time yeah. since we've been recording. I'm excited. Yeah, we've uh, some things have been down lately since I think the last episode we did was Tenet, I want to say. Yes. So, so it's been a while. Uh, we haven't stopped seeing movies, but, you know, life kind of got in the way there for a while. Right, right. Um, you change jobs. Yes. And we don't get to work together anymore, which really sucks, but it's part of life. It does. Um, you know, we had that winter storm, and then just it's always been one thing after another, and finally got you back over here. Yeah, man. Ready to do this the right way. And then, you know, so we decided, why not come back with the uh, the king of all monster movies? Oh, it was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the originators w- were proud of this movie. Yes. Yes. I it, mean. You know what? After King of the Monsters, which thoroughly enjoyed. Right. I love that movie. Right. I thought to myself, how are they going to possibly do more monster mayhem how is kong gonna stand up to godzilla how is this gonna play out my whole thing was okay you know i saw the size of kong in the uh kong skull island mm-hmm. and i was like how is he gonna be as big as godzilla yeah okay years but, passed well, it's a throwaway yeah. line in that movie yeah where it's like kong's still growing oh that's cool and all but you right. know how how are we going to get to the freaking behemoth size that Godzilla is? Like, exactly. Who, who's giving him his Wheaties exactly? Yeah. <laughs> How's he growing? I will be the first to say this movie did not play out like I thought it would play out. I mean, bar the monster mayhem. Like, right. story beat wise, it was a little bit off the reservation compared to what had been teased and done before. Like, the whole hollow earth, like, being. Like a Journey to Center Earth type movie almost. Right. Was not expecting that. that. Like, I knew we were going to go to the Hollow Earth. Right. But I was not expecting it to be... A whole nother Earth inside of Earth. Yeah, a magical wonderland where big monsters will eat the shit out of you if you get the chance. Exactly. Gravity is all screwed up. Yeah, everything else is pretty cool. Like the scene where Kong jumps from one mountaintop to the other and floats upside down. And then when they they come out of the the hole through the earth and, like, they go down and then come back up and land. And it's like, Kong's like, holy crap, what is going on? Yeah. 
Like, they did a really good job with the monster design in this movie. Like, having it pushed back from, what was the original release date? Do you remember off the top of your head? It was it was supposed to be, I think, the same year as King of the Monsters. It was. And uh, then later got, on that year. Yeah, it got pushed back several times. So, after being delayed from a November 2020 release due to COVID... It was. It finally came out on March twenty fourth, but it was pushed back, back and forth several Before times that. during that yeah. period. So there was there was a lot of back and forth, even getting this movie out into theaters. Worth it. I mean, it was worth it, and I think you know, the biggest gripe in all of the monster movies that they've had they had had so far was there's not enough of the monster. The monsters, you know, the mayhem that they were wreaking wasn't big enough yeah it was too focused on it, the human right side exactly story. yes they fixed that <laughs> yeah yeah there was very little human interaction there's a yeah. lot more monster interaction. like the one thing that blew my ever-loving mind was the fact they gave godzilla such personality i think so too like he was a, he's a force of nature right forces of nature really don't have personalities to him like you could always tell in the monster verse that godzilla was just a protector he was there he was doing what he needed to do everything else be damned Right. In this movie, he was menacing as shit. Oh, yeah. Like, creepy as hell. Like, that one scene where he's, after he fought Kong in the water, and he pokes his head out of the fire and stares Kong stares down. Stares down. That yeah. is the stuff of nightmares. Exactly. Like, I love Godzilla, but that that terrified me to no end. Just, yes. like, the look on his face and everything. And then the scene where he's... Kong's jumping from building to building, dodging the atomic blast, and he finally smokes him. Right. And he and Godzilla smiles. I was like, no. Yeah. No. I mean, it was like, you know, you saw, um, like I said, some of the old, you know, I grew up on the old Saturday morning cartoons. The Hanna-Barbera cartoon? The, well, not not even the cartoons, but the original uh, movies. Old movies, yeah. Yeah, the old movies. The, the Showa era. Exactly. Movies, right? Yeah, the man in the suit. Grew up on all that. And those are the kind of things that Godzilla would do back then. You know, he and was I'm really glad they back then. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad they went back sort of to that, but not. You know, it wasn't slapstick. You right. know what I mean? It was like you said. It gave a personality of okay, I am the king of the monsters. Right. I proved that in the last movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I'm going to come here and say, hey, what do you? What's your? What's your problem? <laughs> what do we need to fix? Well, you know, I'm I'm mad at these humans for. Screwing up yeah, and screwing I, with the nature of things. Right I will now. be the first to say the humans are as dumb as ever in this movie. Oh yeah, like you just don't get much more stupid. Like taking King Ghidorah's skull, yeah, baddest motherfucker there was, <laughs> doesn't even belong on this planet, and turning him into a mechanical version of Godzilla. Exactly. What kind of special that's kind of stupid dumb. are you? Like, that's but that's just, exactly the Showa era. I'm putting his back as the apex predators. Movie. Oh, suck a fat dick. Like that is yeah. not a brilliant move on your part. Like exactly. for somebody that's got immense wealth, clearly was a smart man to have like accumulate all this wealth. Oh yeah. That's your master that's plan. Your plan. Like that's your plan. I'm going to control. Well, here's the thing though. Here's the thing though. We've seen in reality that ultra rich people <laughs> <laughs> tend to go, Stupid. Hey, Stupid. I'm going to figure something out that nobody else has figured out. Ah, be damned if it's going to fuck everything up. Right. But, you know, <laughs> I'm going to do this. So, you know, it, it goes with that. But it also, like I said, it points back to the show era of these people uh, back, even back then. Uh-huh. Hey, we're going to create this or we're going to create this monster X or it's whatever. You know, but we're gonna that, do this. those were campy movies. Like that, those were meant to be. Except the original Godzilla right. and like a few of their sequels leading up to it. Even the original Godzilla versus Kong hadn't gotten that campy yet. It, right. It, I mean, 
Good movie. Like I have the uh, Showa collection up okay. there yeah. where it has all the old Godzilla movies, and I've been mm-hmm. working my way through them. I watched the old – I think it was called Kong versus Godzilla. It wasn't right. Godzilla versus Kong. I watched the Japanese version of it because I refuse to watch uh, the Americanized versions of these movies. If I'm going to watch these, I'm going to watch the old, the way they were meant to be watched. That's right. Nothing against the dub versions. They're hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> but I want to watch the originals, right? So I watched it, and I was like, okay, like, cool. Like, I could see how this was badass back in the 60s. You know, I'm down for this. Mm-hmm. Smoking some cool reefer, getting these ideas, but whatever. <laughs> Shoving a tree down Godzilla's throat. Great. Yeah. Holy shit, Adam Wingard deserves a freaking award for making G- Kong shove his axe down Godzilla's yeah, throat. Exactly. Like a tree. Exactly. And I, I have to apologize. I did not think Adam Wingard would be up to the task. Like, he's a decent director. He made that Death Note movie, which I enjoyed. But I was like, I, I cannot see him rocking this movie. I cannot see him pulling this off. Oh, I was so incredibly wrong. Yeah, to jump Killed from something it. that was, you know, a Netflix movie and mm-hmm. really uh your the template was already there for it. Right. You know, to making a monster movie that everybody wanted to wanted you to make. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, yeah. People there were critics saying, Oh, you know, the, the human dialogue and the human this was that that's not what we went to see that movie for. Yeah, I went to go we see Kong to see... and Godzilla beat the shit out of each other <laughs> exactly. and I was not disappointed. That's and exactly right. You know what? They fulfilled a promise that nobody thought they would keep. No. One fell. One was the clear, decisive victor. Obviously, it was Godzilla. Mm-hmm. There was no other way that could have ended. Right. Kong technically died. Like, yeah. He was dying, if not dead, and they revived mm-hmm. him, which was pretty cool how they did that. That was cool. But then seeing them get to fight together against Mechagodzilla, which was like not the most well-kept secret of all time. No. Like They kind of tried to keep the fact that Mechagodzilla is in this movie. Did not work out. We knew out. it was going to happen. Yeah. But when he finally showed up, like his design at first... Like, seeing the toys and stuff, because this movie got delayed so much, all the toys started coming out. Yeah. <laughs> you still got to see a lot of the stuff that you weren't supposed to see until after the movie was supposed right. to come out. I was not a fan of Mechagodzilla's design. Like, mm-hmm. I'm always up for any new take on something, but seeing just a toy, and I thought to myself, I was like, I cannot take this as what it's supposed to be yet. I'm not right. going to see it in the movie. Seeing it in the movie, in action was really really good like it, it was made very sense well cool i mean it did it made sense with like okay it wasn't so ultra futuristic right that it was like okay this is kind of impossible for human beings to make mm-hmm. even at that time well this is also the same universe that went from godzilla 2014 using standard tech just right. like having big cages and stuff exactly to going to king of the monsters where we have a fucking underwater base yeah. We have this giant-ass air carrier, like, almost <laughs> S.H.I.E.L.D.-style going on yes. here. Like, they became the S.H.I.E.L.D. of this universe. They did. And I was like, okay, like, our, fuck progression. We're yeah. jumping a few steps, but I'm down, you know? Yeah, cool. the artist was like, what the heck? And then you had, then you, had uh, you know, them airlifting Kong to the Arctic. <laughs> I mean, just like, well, so th- there, this movie was like an hour and a half. Maybe mm-hmm. some change. I don't right. remember off the top of my head. But it could have used more. Like, this is not one of those movies where you cut me short. Like, yeah. This is the this is the Avengers for this series. I agree. This is the build-up. This is everything you promised from Godzilla 2014 and Kong Skull Island. You do not shortchange. Was the movie well-paced with what they had? Yes. Could have used more? Absolutely. Like, Rance, Lance Reddick is in this movie. Right most underutilized character in the movie even though like it's he's a phenomenal actor 
Right. Like he had one scene and he's top one of the top billed people in this movie. Yeah. How do you give the, one of the top billed actors one, one fucking scene. scene? You're done. Like what sense does that make? But we go back again. Hey, it catered to everything that the monster movie fan wanted to see. Right. If the kaiju uh, monster fans, we were like, yeah, okay. Uh-huh. I wanted to see these two get down and beat each other to death. Right. I wanted to see these two come together and, hey, we're going to beat this thing down. Right. And that's, that, that's what they did. You know, that the Mecha Godzilla fight could not have been any cooler. No. Like, it just no. couldn't have. The fact that Kong was the one that ultimately ended up taking it out was pretty slick. And the fact that they had, like, a little teamwork moment was amazing. It was the redemption. Because yeah. you look at it and you go, okay, everybody's happy. Godzilla bested Kong. Right. Okay. But then Kong says, okay, I got to come back and help save you right. from this guy. So... We're cool, bro. <laughs> I, I, I appreciate how they tried to make Godzilla the quasi-villain of the movie. Like, they portrayed him in that light. Yeah. Even though he was just doing the right thing. He was going to hunt down Ghidorah because he was getting that signal. Which, bravo to him. Thank you. Exactly. Like, you were not going to allow that shit to happen twice. Yeah. <laughs> you know, some people got killed in the way. But, hey, you shouldn't have been working, working. for the evil corporation. Yeah, exactly. That's your bad. They, like I said, it all came down to the humans being dumb. And, you know, the human actors were really cool. Like, they had some really stellar cast, like Alexander Skarsgård, um, uh, what's her name? Rebecca Hall, Millie Bobby Brown, Uh Brian Tyree Henry, which he's going to be in The Eternals. Yeah. So, I mean, they had a killer, they had a killer cast. Kyle Chandler was in it for a few minutes, which I was kind of disappointed about, because he was one of the highlights of King of the Monsters for me. Yeah, that's right. He was just there. Like yeah. he was the he's the new monarch leader now, right? But you don't really get too much of him in that new role, which is kind of disappointing. I agree. Um, but the the human cast was really cool. Like the what was the little girl's name? The one that was deaf and she signed the whole movie. Oh, I forget. Darn it! I forget it was uh, Rebecca Hall, Doctor uh, Eileen Andrews' adopted daughter. Doug. Yeah. It was the Cedars. Five years. Da, 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 da. Madison Russell. That was Millie Bobby Brown's character's name. Huh. Well, Maya. Maya was the the bad guy's daughter. She is Kaylee. She, Kaylee Hoddle. That's the actress's name. Yeah. What was and her? She's actually name? deaf. Yeah. No, she is. And yeah. that my wife was like beyond stoked because she's a deaf education teacher. Right. She was reading the signs the whole movie. Right. And she's like, oh my god, they actually. They got it right. Really did. Yeah, it. they they I was like, yeah, they, wow. I mean that's where movies are going now, like with the Quiet Place and Quiet Place Part Two and now right. this movie. Yeah, they're correct. really focusing in on making sure everything's as authentic as possible. Yeah. But like all the characters are great. I liked how Kong was very humanized. Mm-hmm. Like you know, him scratching his ass as he's walking right. up in the yeah. morning and just just being like, you know, giant gorilla right. in a very tiny world. It was really cool to see. Like they gave all these characters so much humanity and allowed you to connect with them i agree i would kill for a movie of just the godzilla versus kong's war in the past that would be cool to, to see how we got from you know being on the center of the earth uh-huh. the hollow earth to skull island like right. what drove them away what you know why was there a 
Godzilla's skeleton around the throne. How was that axe made? Stuff like that. Exactly. Like, it would just be even if it's like a a Netflix miniseries or an animated show. That'd be cool. Yeah, I'd watch I'd it. I'd like all. to see that because, like you said, you know, obviously there's this history between the two of them. Her name was Gia it, in the movie. Okay. Gia. Yeah. Um, there's this history between the two of them mm-hmm. and the two species. So yeah, to see what that battle entailed, how that you know revolved around uh, the other kaiju right. in the in the monster universe. So it would be pretty cool. I, I really like the fact that Brian Tyree Henry was a podcaster. Yeah, and he had like his own. <laughs> Like just what was it? Conspiracy, conspiracy theory. theorist. And then Millie Bobby Brown was like feeding into his yeah. conspiracy theories the whole movie. <laughs> Bleach you know, man. Bleach. Who, who was the most <laughs> underutilized character besides Lance Reddick is um the kid that was with uh the Josh. Oh yeah. Uh, Josh. Ju- uh Julian Dennison. Yes. He was in Deadpool too. W- yes, one he of was the a highlight funniest. of Deadpool too. Like any kid that can go toe to toe with Ryan Reynolds and survive not yeah. only acting chop wise, but comedic chops. Exactly. And then take him and put him in this situation where his jokes just hit or miss. Yeah. I was disappointed because I was really hoping he would be a highlight. For I agree. I mean, I think, like you said, I think he is one of the funniest child actors out there yeah. now because, like, like you said, he proved that in Deadpool. Yes. I mean, that was he was fantastic. Yeah, he killed it in that role. <laughs> so seeing him as kind of like background noise character through this whole thing, just kind of being there for Millie Bobby Brown and Brian Tyree Henry to rip on a little right. bit was kind of disappointing. Yeah. And then, you know, like him talking about how Brian Tyree's character had a uh, a flask and a gun holder and stuff like that. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. He had the material there. There was stuff, comedy gold waiting to happen. Yes. And it's just and they like just they did not give him room to work. Fizzled out a little yeah. bit. Yeah. yeah. I agree. So, I mean, it was the human characters. Meh. Yeah. Like, okay. Like, I, whatever. It filled the gap between the action. Right. The focus was on the action, mm-hmm. which was fantastic. I mean, we got the opening with Godzilla rampaging, which was absolutely cool. Awesome. Like him yeah. pulling into Pensacola, Florida, all just lit up, and just pouring out of the water, stuff, swatting jets out of the air, <laughs> yeah. ripping up shit. That was wicked. Like, it's cool to see this Godzilla go on a rampage. Right. Even though it wasn't really a rampage, it was more just a, I'm on a mission, get the hell out of yeah, the way. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't understand how the military in this universe has yet to learn. Get the fuck out of his way. Just, yeah, you're not going to do anything leave to him. Alone. You tried to blow him up with nukes. Yep. You threw an oxygen destroyer on him. You did all this crap, and you didn't do shit. He's still leave alive. him alone. You ain't going to yeah. do nothing to him at Exactly. This and then you had the you sh- Kong kind of tearing shit up in his dome that he was in, which right. was... I don't. I know they tied it in with like some background stuff in like comics and books and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but I don't know how his island got so fucked up. Like they hinted at it was at human interference, right? But from the other material I read, it was because of King Ghidorah's um, hurricanes that he was creating. Oh, and it screwed. It, it just it the hurricanes didn't go away when he died. It ah. just centralized to Skull Island, which caused all the devastation. Right. If I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong, but. I'm pretty sure that's what I read at one point. Okay. Why would you gloss over that when that's such a huge proponent of why you're moving the character off the off island? Off the island, exactly. And how the fuck did you get that dome built without him getting out of there? How did you get him sedated and put no. on the fucking boat? Yeah. Like, that's a big that's a gorilla. Like, and that's a long journey. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you're... I could see if Gia was, like, calming him down and got him on the boat. Like, mm-hmm. there was some character moments there that could have, bam, you know. Right. Made it Could better. Have been expounded kind of, on. Exactly. 
you know. Instead, we're just, we got to take Kong off the island. Well, if we do, that's on you. On the boat, bitching music playing. Right. Like, the soundtrack choice in this. It was a good one. It was great. It, it was, was fantastic. Yeah. And then you had the Kong and Godzilla fight on the water, which was the highlight for me. Like, yeah. you cannot top that fight, seeing them beat the show and each other underwater, and the humans actually doing the one smart thing by throwing Just, Godzilla yeah. off by the depth charges. Yeah, exactly. Like, they knew they weren't going to do anything. Right. But they had to get him out of Godzilla's reach. That was yeah. smart. Like, yeah. that was actually pretty cool how they did that. And then the whole Hollow Earth thing, like, seeing Godzilla bore a hole. With his atomic, atomic breath, breath to all the, the way center. to the center of the earth, yeah, was that absolutely was wild. Crazy. That's like okay. What are you gonna do against that? Yeah, you have yeah. Nothing. At that point, you just made him the most OP character in this universe. Yeah, you did. What the hell do you think this giant gorilla is gonna do? Even do, with the battle yeah, axe, it, like it wouldn't. Yeah, exactly. Ain't gonna work. There's nothing you can do against that. No. And I, then, then obviously the fight at the end was just that was a long fight between. Those two going at it, Mechagodzilla showing up, and Godzilla and Mechagodzilla going at it, and then Kong finally jumping back in. I mean, it was that's the most fights in all three of those movies probably combined. The payoff, point. you know, uh, that we got in this movie was worth the first, you know, yeah, in the first movie, uh, Godzilla. I, I was like, okay, we barely saw Godzilla. Barely saw. We barely saw. I, I understood a lot of that things. though. I did too. Because Gareth Edwards even went on record saying, "I wanted to make it like Jaws, right? Where he's just outside of peripheral. You know he's there. You know he's exactly. coming. And when he shows up, it was worth the wait. While right. I agree that was a good notion to go for, mm -hmm. the cock teasing on that level was to the blue balls level. Yeah, exactly. You know the we were... airport scene, great. And then you see the background fighting on the news report. Okay, right. cool. Like, that would have been a cool moment to show, but whatever. And then as, um, what's the her train name? train scene. Well, where they're all going into the, the bunkers. Oh, yeah. Elizabeth Olsen's seeing Godzilla come out of the water and roar, right. and the, the Mudo comes down to fight him, and then the doors close. Right. Like, okay, you've taken this, like, a step farther than I would have hoped. And exactly. Then, you know, you see when they're all coming down and the music's playing, mm -hmm. and then you see Godzilla and the Mudo fighting again for brief seconds. Like, right. Okay. It's like, like, come on now. We we're, need more. We're getting a little too carried away. We need away way too this. more. Too, we I, need way more. Than I love that. Gareth Edwards. He's an amazing director. Director. Yeah. I mean, he made Rogue One. Yeah. Very which good. is by far the best standalone Star Wars movie. Uh huh. Fantastic. Great. Well put together. That Darth Vader scene. Top. Top oh, ten. Top ten. Badass villain. The story in it. The story and the uh, character development in that. Well, was the fact that you can awesome. take characters that nobody knows about right introduce them make you fall in love with them and then kill them all off in one movie all of them. impressive yes and make you like upset you're like damn, damn. already like, yeah and then the fact that you have one of the most quotable lines of all time the i'm one with the force the force is with one, me yeah and everybody now constantly says that just bravo, bravo. man bravo exactly. you know what we have a button for that now let me make sure i press the right one that, that was that was not, that that's not it that's that's not it at all there it is. There you yeah, go. bravo to you, buddy. <laughs> Good job. Hey, like we said, new equipment. Yeah, we're we're, we're learning the ropes. So don't don't get mad if I make a joke and then. <laughs> oh. I'll try not to use it too often, though. Yeah. <laughs> can't try. promise that. Nah, I can't <laughs> promise. And then you know they they up the ante in this monster verse right. with Kong Skull Island. Right. They they went above and beyond with that. 
he showed Kong constantly throughout the movie, which mm-hmm. was warranted. That was probably, honestly, for me, if I had to rate the MonsterVerse movies, Godzilla versus Kong takes the cake. Right. It's what I wanted. It's all I cared to see. Exactly. And then tied for second place is going to be Kong Skull Island or Godzilla. Right. The, the first one, just because yeah. that's what started off. And while okay. I love King I of the Monsters, there was some pacing issues. And, like, you're yeah. just – you're forcing a lot down our mouths in that movie, trying yeah. to make us swallow. And I felt like a lot of things were just kind of glossed over. And, like, all of a sudden it's like, oh, for all the monsters are going all out. Movie's yeah. over. Like, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I agree with that because it was like – like you said, it was a bit shoehorned yeah. at parts. There was like, okay, we got to get all this in and wrap it up. And it's like, and 30 minutes. I, I felt right like there. Michael yeah. Gordy was set yeah. up to fail with that movie, though. Like, he could only do so much while trying to expand the universe. Like, that movie easily could have been two movies. Yeah. You know, like, it, it, King of the Monsters could have been, like, they could have done Godzilla, a sequel where they introduced, like, Rodan and Mothra. And right. then tease Ghidorah at the end, and then the third movie with just Ghidorah going on a rampage and, and like controlling yeah, the other and monsters. showing kind of a yeah. transition of Monarch having to grow instead yeah. of just all of a sudden just being boom here we are. I you can know? agree with that. But you know Michael Doherty's fantastic director too. Right. He did uh, what's the Halloween? Not Halloween. Uh, Trick or Treat, and Krampus. Okay. Krampus still Krampus. freaks me yeah. out to this day. Krampus like, is a, just a cult classic. Movie. It yeah. is a crazy, crazy movie. movie. <laughs> so, you know, he's he's fantastic. Oh, I meant to tell you, um, the guy that directed uh, Kong School Island, uh, Jordan – I always forget his name. He's such a – Jordan Vart Roberts. Mm-hmm. He's making a Gundam movie. Nice. Live action, and I think it's going to Netflix. That's going to be awesome. Which, if it's anything like the like two minutes and 30 seconds that the Gundam was in in Ready Player One – I'm yeah, there, sold in a heartbeat. Let's very go. good. Down for that ride, so that'll be cool. But and then, um, you know, then you have you jump to Godzilla versus Kong, mm-hmm. with like you had all these monsters in King of the Monsters. Then they're just gone. Yeah, like I get the t- it was a title fight. Right, it was just supposed to be between Godzilla and Kong. Right, but well, you could have done it like on a monster island where all the other uh-huh. monsters are like taking a step back or something. Like there was more to do with all this than just be like, oh, they're back in hibernation. Godzilla yeah. put them down. Like, come on now, uh, we're, we're really yeah. And uh, actually, now I'm curious to see where they go from here because there's not been any sort of announcement. They, this was technically supposed to be the end of their deal with uh, Toho. Okay. Because Toho's wanting to do their own universe of Godzilla movies. Right. So yeah, I don't I even know if that. they'll allow Legendary to use Godzilla anymore, anymore unless, you know, they work something out. And right. I think they were kind of waiting to see. They were taking a seat back approach to see how this one did after the performance of King of the Monsters. Oh, wow. Because King of the Monsters did well, yes. but not well well it's 370 million in the in the pandemic time so well godzilla versus kong killed it and they made uh 463 million yeah during pandemic on a two roughly 200 million dollar budget right retrospectively king of the monsters made 386 million on a 200 million dollar budget right so it did better during pandemic times like this is the movie that people wanted to see right plus i also feel like the can- the marketing campaign for king of the monsters gave away way too way much, too much. Just yeah I absolutely think so too. way too much yeah. and you know 
this this marketing campaign for this movie and most of the movies during the pandemic area have done the same thing because movies kept getting pushed back they had to put out more trailers to hype people back up exactly you know black widow's trailers oh put out gosh, a lot just yeah <laughs> great movie like exactly. they did a good job with it but you just see too much of the movie you do. because everything keeps to push back. They have to put out new trailers to get you hyped up. They can't show you the same footage. So eventually right. a majority of the movies have to get spoiled. That wasn't the case for King of the Monster. They spoiled too much leading up to the movie. Like with the Fire Godzilla oh, and, and like certain fights and stuff like that. Ghidorah, like he, I mean, just completely showing you Ghidorah. Yeah. I mean, it was like, okay. You know, there's no surprise left. Too much. There's yeah. too much marketing for that. And I think that hurt it in the long run. But this I one, I, I don't think anybody really cared. Like, they were just ready to see a beatdown brawl. <laughs> yeah. That's what Damn, we, were ready we got to get that beatdown brawl. That's what we wanted to get to. I mean, it was there, there was a few scenes like when um, Kong was crawling away from Godzilla, and Godzilla was on all fours coming, coming after, after him, him like a yeah. lizard. I was like, yeah. damn. Like, they're going, he's just. He's after him. Yeah, like this exactly. is brutal. The, sign, the part where he steps on his leg. Oh, he stepped on his chest and yeah, roared and in there. Like, that, that scene where they roar into each other's faces. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> God, Kong's just sitting there, like, oh fuck. All right, fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, you want to roar at me, bitch? Let's go. Okay, let's go. <laughs> I mean, yet again, Adam Wingard, amazing job. Yeah, he killed. It. I cannot wait to see what he does with Thundercats. Oh, did my you hear about goodness. that? No. Yeah, they announced that he's gonna he gets to go do Thundercats now. Live action. I, I think they said live action. Obviously, yeah. the Thundercats are going to be CG. Yeah, but still. I mean, just as long as they don't look like cats. No, You exactly. know, from the movie Cats. Hot oh, garbage. Yeah. No, we, we should no. be good. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. <laughs> that, was, that was rough. Dude, you get a, a star-studded cast and put out hot garbage. You know what's crazy? And it just dawned on me. This movie made more money than King of the Monsters mm-hmm. while also being going to HBO Max. Yes. HBO, I, I mean, I didn't get to go, a chance to go see it in theaters. Right. I, I wish I would have because that's a movie to absolutely go see in theaters. Mm-hmm. But watching it at home, I could live with that too because oh, I got yeah. a big TV. I got the yeah, surround sound. Exactly. That's a movie that you see in theaters. Yeah. Like, absolutely. So I'm curious now if HBO Max hadn't been a factor into it, how much money it would have actually made. I agree with that, and if the pandemic hadn't been a, been a part of it, because I mean, you know, the HBO Max numbers and the Disney Plus numbers and some of these movies that are you know out uh-huh. are somewhat manipulated mm-hmm. by uh, them just saying, "Oh, we have this many subscribers right on on this service or whatever," and then it's counting as money. It's like, okay, we really don't get the true uh, numbers from those. Right. But I think you're right. If it if it hadn't been, you know, if it would have been like now, and that movie would have come out now, uh-huh. where you know it's kind of opened up and people are going back to the theaters a bit, I think it would have made a lot more money. I think it well. would have killed it. I mean, like I said, it did a really good job. Like nobody can be disappointed with those numbers, right? No, Especially no. with the, the situation oh, it came out. No, in. heck no. So you know, I'm kind of curious to see where they go next. Like I said, I would love to see more Godzilla of this design. Right. I would love to see uh, Destroya. I think they would be oh, really yeah. cool with him, especially with the fact that, you know, you had Ghidorah's body, you had, you know, uh, destroyed, and you had his head out there, and right. like them taking DNA from that kind of stuff. Like, the shit they could do with that alone. Oh, yeah. Heck yeah. Destroya would be badass to see. And the fact that they separated Godzilla and Kong at the mm-hmm. end of the movie, like, Godzilla's back in the world, 
monitoring the oceans, monitoring everything. At least that's how they kind of leave it as. Right. And Kong's at the Hollow Earth. Right. Ruling over the Hollow Earth. I know one of the ideas that was rumored at one point was Son of Kong. Okay. Which, I mean, cool, sure. I don't really see a problem with that, but I think there's more cool stuff you could do with Kong in the Hollow Earth than I think Son so of too. Kong. I think and, there's so much. You know, I want to see more of Doug. You yeah. know who Doug was? Who's Doug? <laughs> so it's it's an internet named character. Do you, you remember the scene where uh, they're going through the Hollow Earth and they're following Kong? And yeah. you see this, like, iguana lizard monster eat yeah. something and he just stands there looking all derpy? Yeah. That's Doug. That's Doug. Yeah, okay. everybody named him Doug. Okay. So <laughs> I, I want to see more of Doug, honestly. Doug. And, and there was a lot of cool monsters down in the Hollow Earth. Like, they, they spent a nice chunk of movie down there. I think so, too. Less than I would have thought, but mm-hmm. more than I was expecting considering the runtime on this. Right. You know what I mean? Um, the monsters that they showed in that short time frame, though, were crazy. Like the yeah. war bat things. Yeah. That was freaking rough. Exactly. Like, when he slammed that one war bat down and he Boom. bopped his head on that yeah. boulder and oh like just God. split him, I was like, ooh, okay. Like this is yeah. what we're doing now. Yeah. Cool. No Whipping doubt. him around like a freaking wet. <laughs> it was Super cool. So I I could see them making a whole movie just in the subter like the Hollow Earth with Kong, yeah, and not we have to really worry about dealing with God because nobody else owns the rights to God uh, Kong. Like okay. Toho doesn't own yeah. the rights to Kong. Kong exactly. is an entirely American made thing. Right. I think it was Warner Brothers that owns the rights to him. Is it Warner Brothers? Might be. Yeah, it's Warner Brothers because okay. I just watched Space Jam and he was in it. That's like, right. They made a joke yeah, with right. Kong. In yeah. It. So I think I'm pretty sure Warner Brothers owns the right to Kong. They least, or that's why. Yeah, because Legendary, like, bridged the gap. Because mm-hmm. that's why Warner Brothers also helped make King of the Monsters. As oh, okay. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Warner Brothers. So to put that yeah, in they there. jumped over to help with that right. stuff. So, you know, I, I feel like they are going to kind of lean more toward Kong for the next movie or two until they figure out the, how, what, they, how, what they can do with Godzilla. And then once they figure that out, I think they may make a pretty bomb movie. Like, I think so, too. They I can't mean, just leave it at that. I mean, no. if they were going to leave it, that's, you, you know, you're the pinnacle. Like, right. you, you hit the precipice. You can't really go much further, potentially. I think, like you said, I mean, you know, you got to look at, the monsters that are in that monster verse now, how many are owned by Toho? Well, the only ones they actually showed from Toho were Ghidorah, Ghidorah. Mothra, and Rodan. All from right. King of the Monsters. And obviously Godzilla. And Godzilla, yeah. Everything else was either brand new or was a riff of something they've already shown in like an old Kong movie. Or so something you have like a that. ton of monsters that you can have Kong fight. Yes. All that you stuff. You can create so your own too. Like, yeah, you can create I mean, I feel like monsters are underrated now in these days like creating your own like uh the only movie i've really seen recently that really took and ran with the monster theme is love and monsters right they did a really good job creating their own monsters for oh them. yeah but everything else is now rehashed or just slight variations of things we've already seen right so you know i think they need to really refocus and really just kind of like okay what can we create that's really cool and can be like an iconic thing on itself but you know Obviously, you don't focus on that because when you focus on creating something iconic, you don't you make don't. nothing Exactly. Iconic. You end up screwing just, something up. It's just crap at that point. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I think they could go any way they want being in the Hollow Earth mm-hmm. with Kong. Put whatever the hell they want because it's not – there's no precedence 
for any sort of environment. It's the hollow earth. Exactly. You can and do whatever the hell Like you, you said, the two went their separate ways. Mm-hmm. We know that, okay, Kong rules that part of the world. Right. So uh, Godzilla doesn't even have to have anything to do with it. Right. So that protects it. So, yeah, I think they can make a really great movie. And now, uh, if they do make that. another Godzilla movie, and if they don't do Destroya, I want my fucking aliens. You already said Ghidorah was an alien from another planet. Let's get some aliens up in this Something bitch. Like you're, you're you're going down the rabbit hole. Just keep on right. trucking. Like right. you're finding keep ways to there. ground it. Aliens aren't that far out of you know reality's reach at this point. Right. Where you can't make it grounded yeah. a little bit and just make it work. Oh yeah. Because how sure, cool would man. it be to see like uh, what's uh, the bio plant? What's the what's that monster's name? Do you remember? Oh um. I cannot remember the name to save my life right now. I've never actually seen the movie, but I've seen the monsters design stuff. I thought it was really cool. Yeah. Like just having that be a throwaway monster that Godzilla fights at the, like the right. beginning of a movie would be dope. Or just having like the aliens pit all the monsters together on like a monster island right. type of thing. Just something like that would be super cool to watch. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Now I also remember Michael Doherty at one point talking about wanting to do a prequel. Like if he was to ever revisit the MonsterVerse, he wanted to do a prequel just set with Godzilla's ancestors, mm-hmm. not Godzilla and Kong's ancestors, but just Godzilla's ancestors right. and how they first came across Ghidorah and like how Ghidorah got in the ice and stuff oh, like that. Right, like, right. That, that would be really cool to see if you probably could tie all three things together, the right. Kongs, Godzilla and Ghidorah and just kind of like maybe Ghidorah facilitated the whole war between the two. I mean, he's an evil dude. Yeah. Anything I mean, was possible. I he was just out for anarchy at that yeah, point. Yeah, I wouldn't put it past him. So, you know, I mean, there's there's a bunch of stuff they could do. I just hope they figure out the rights now and what Toho wants to do. Now, Toho, the only thing Toho's done with Godzilla recently is they did that Godzilla singular point on Netflix. Have you watched that yet? I've seen that. Did you watch the whole thing? I haven't watched the whole thing. So no. I finished it last week. It was an interesting show. It was a whole new take on Godzilla. Yeah. it's and It was it was different. I got to the point where... um. Oh my gosh! Well, Godzilla didn't even show up in yeah. actual true fashion to like episode seven or something. Yeah, because like I'm not there. I wasn't too. there yet. Because he, he's got he. They did a Shin Godzilla thing. Mm-hmm. He's got multiple forms. Yeah, he starts off as like a big water whale monster, uh-huh. and then slowly evolves Evolve. as he gets to land, which exactly. is always cool to see. Like yeah. I like the fact that they kind of lean towards that, but they it was just. I don't know. Like, I want to see another season mm-hmm. and more of Godzilla because he was another just natural calamity. Like, there yeah. was no personality there. There was nothing besides pure raw rage and oh, one destruction. Gotcha. It was cool. Yeah. It was very technical. Like, they threw out some, like, very uh, fringe-type science. Right. Interesting. Yeah, because I'm to the part where they're uh – Getting the smaller pterodactyls that are coming oh, out. Oh, the Rodans? The, yeah, the, the Rodans they're all Rodans. Yeah. And then uh, Anguirus is coming up soon. Okay. So you're getting close to the point where Anguirus will show up, and then they'll start introducing Godzilla. Like, they did a riff of a lot of different monsters in that show. It's oh, very cool. interesting. Cool. So, like, that's another cool thing, too, is uh, Toho is dictating to Legendary. Like, you cannot change Godzilla too much. Like, they were very adamant about not letting Godzilla show any emotion okay. in these legendary movies. Wow. So Adam Winger just went and did it. He's yeah. like, I don't care. This is what I'm going to do. And Toho ended up loving it. 
So he was just like, you know, thank God they liked it. Yeah. I wasn't changing it. He's like, I did what I wanted. I knew I could sell it. So I just did it. Nice. Which is, directors are rebels. Like, they do what they want, what's best for the movie and the project. Exactly. Their vision. And nothing's going to stop them. And if they're a good director, they're going to sell it. Like, if they know what they're doing, they're going to sell it and make it the way they want. And then it, you know, it's the true pioneers that don't get questioned. Like, Nolan. I agree. Nobody fucking questions Nolan. No, it's like, you know, you may have critics that question him, but during the movie making, they don't question. Yeah, no. And if they do get questioned, or the ones that buck to, you know, that aren't really rebels, right. that's when you get movies like, um, you know, Mortal Kombat, which was a good movie, but you could tell there was some dictations oh, yeah. that they absolutely had to follow. There would be movies like, and nothing against Zack Snyder, he kind of had no choice. He got stiff-armed a lot. Right. But any of his movies that he made for the DCEU, yeah. he got stiff-armed. He, got... he couldn't do what he wanted. And then you end up with things like Batman v Superman, Donna Justice, the theatrical cut, right. or Josh Whedon's Justice League. Exactly. You know, Because then when he actually got to do what he wanted with like, the ultimate cut of Batman v Superman and Zack Snyder's Justice League, phenomenal movies. You can see it. You yeah, can absolutely. see the difference. Like, yeah. All you need to watch is the difference between Flash and Justice League. Which I love that stupid title. I think Justice that's funny. League, yeah. And Zack Snyder's Justice League. Right. Totally, totally different things. Yes. That just mind boggling different. Like the fact that that movie even existed, which I dare anybody go back to listen to our old podcast. I knew it would eventually get made and I knew it would be magnificent. Oh, yeah. Certainly. But I didn't know it would be that magnificent. No, I didn't either. I, I thought it would be, you know, closer to what uh, it was before. Right. But he, you know, to he see the differences was, yeah, it was really crazy. I mean, you know, and it to be a four-hour movie, it didn't make you sick of watching the movie, right? You know, no, it really I mean, didn't. You don't it go was, back and watch it like you know, back it was very to well back, paced, but you, you know, you go back, you know, you say, okay, yeah, I'll well, watch that again. A little off topic, like most of this has been. We haven't talked to anybody in a long time about this stuff, but yeah. I just read an article that um, there's a rumor that Dwayne Johnson, who plays Black Adam, right, he is pretty much trying to make the Josh Whedon version of Justice League non-canon and Zack Snyder's Justice League canon. He's throwing his weight around because he liked Zack Snyder and believed in his vision that much yeah. to try to re-canonize that movie, which the powers that be at um, Warner, Warner Brothers should definitely lean towards that because that is the definitive version of that movie, even though they got the Flash coming out and stuff where they're trying to lean towards doing different things. That's okay and all, but you really need to finish that story. You do. Like, Zack Snyder's Justice League was set up to be like an endgame type thing. And exactly. After that movie came out, he pretty much told all of his plans. I definitely recommend everybody go look it up and read about it. It's a lot to get into that I don't care right. to really talk about right now, but it would have been on Endgame par, right? With the craziness that he wanted to do. So I'm curious to see what Warner Brothers is leaning towards now, especially with the Flash coming out. Who I'm super stoked for that movie because Andy Machete's directing it, okay. which he directed it, Chapter it, One and yeah. Two. <laughs> and if anybody's questioning why we're talking about this, this is all Warner Brothers related, which right. made this movie so kiss my ass. This is worth talking exactly. about. Exactly. <laughs> um, Andy Machete's directing the Flash. You got Ezra Miller coming back. You've got a, I don't remember what the actress's name, but Supergirl's going to make an appearance. They're pretty much doing a Flashpoint type situation. Nice. Where he travels in back in right. time and like sees the multiverse almost. And But the na- best part about this movie, Ben Affleck's going to be Batman again. Right. But he's not going to be the only Batman. 
Oh yeah, Michael Keaton's coming back. He's coming back as Batman, yes. which is my childhood Batman top, my favorite Batman of all time. While I love Ben Affleck, Ben Affleck was a nice mixture of Bruce Wayne and Batman. Right. Christian Bale was the pinnacle of Bruce Wayne. Right. Cool Batman, but pinnacle, pinnacle of Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Michael Keaton was the best Batman, but just an okay Bruce Wayne. I agree. That being said, though, he's still my favorite. Like you can't top his Batman in my eyes. Now the question is: Are they are they going to have Thomas Wayne in this I movie? I don't know. I mean, because I think, Flashpoint I think is, is almost filling that role. I think that's the role he's filling. Okay, is the Thomas Wayne role? He's playing the old begrudging Batman. I mean, I know everybody bitched in Batman v Superman when Batman was killing people, but but. That's 1989 Batman, he, he yeah. straight up murdered people. Yeah. He blew up a whole factory full of Joker goons. Exactly. And nobody batted an nobody eyelash. Batted an eye. He kicked a guy <laughs> down a manhole with a bomb attached to him in Batman yeah. Returns. Yet nobody remembers this shit. No. So, you know, <laughs> th- if you think anybody survived that, you're you're dumber than hell. Like, exactly. that's just stupid. Like, that that comic book rules do not apply in those no, type of situations. No, it doesn't. It being doesn't. blown up is being blown up. I don't care what anybody says. I would like to see at least a tiny bit of thomas wayne even if you know if it's michael keaton or whatever i want to see that gritty old batman that that is relying more on who played thomas wayne in the beginning of batman jeffrey d morgan yes at one point jeffrey d morgan was set up to play the batman of the flashpoint series like everybody was so stoked because of the way the dcu has played out and the way that you know warner brothers backtracked and then went different directions with it that kind of got nixed. They could have done something bomb with it. Anything, yeah, but really see, cool. even with Flashpoint, it's a it's almost a do over. Right. So you could do anything with it. You really could. You could yeah. bring back anybody. Well, it's, you know, at this point, the DCU is so vastly different from the Marvel, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. They don't. They could get whatever way with whatever they wanted because you have the Joker, which is part of the DCU but a standalone movie. Exactly. And then you have the mainstream movies. And then you have Zack Snyder's Justice League over here. Like, who yeah. gives a shit? Just make the best versions of these movies and call it a damn Duh. day. I mean, if they would start doing that instead of overthinking everything right. all the time, mm-hmm. I mean, that's their biggest problem. They have paralysis by analysis right. over there at DC. And they need to get their heads out of their butts and right. start making good movies well, and saying, hey. You know, yet again, uh, Marvel's beating them to the punch. Right. And I know you haven't finished Loki yet, so I'm not going to get any spoilers. Mm-hmm. But... You know, they're already teasing the multiverse and, like, the branches of reality, the reason the TVA exists and stuff like that. Right. They're going to, yet again, beat DCU to the punch because they're organized and efficient. The only universe that they've really solidly sold has been their monsterverse. Right. So, you know, if they could just take some of the – and I guess because the monsterverse is so spread out and has been slow, slowly building to this point. I mean, I say slowly building. It was only three movies to this point. But it's been years apart. Like exactly. They took their time. They got to that point. I think the DCU could stand to take the same approach where they really thoroughly yes. think out their movies and punch them in. Yes. Now I'm curious to see where the Batman lands in all this with Robert Pattinson and Matt Reeves. Oh, I, 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 I'm anxious to see that as well. I cannot wait for I, another trailer I can't for the movie. Oh, my gosh. It, it's going to be great. I think it's going to be great. People are like, oh, you know. Many different. We talked about it in the in a review in a you know when yes. it first was announced yeah. that all these people were talking about. Oh no, it looks like an emo Batman. This and the other, blah blah blah. It's like no. Here's the deal. I have a few uh, directors that I will not question. I will be there to see every single one of their movies. Right. Nolan is one of them. Uh, Gareth Edwards is another. Good. Um, 
Matt Reeves is on that list because yeah. he did the Dawn and War of the Planet of the Apes. He did Cloverfield, yes. which I don't think you liked Cloverfield. You couldn't handle the motion. I like Cloverfield. The original, I, I liked it, but I was like, okay, I, I dealt with a lot dealt with the other ones a lot better okay because they the, were the motion more the camera yeah yeah motion of the camera so, and all that kind of stuff i was like uh so him okay, being the director go. of that movie it, the second it was announced that he was directing i'm like i do not give a shit what this movie's about who's in it robert pattinson was like a phenomenal choice in my opinion oh yeah top actor like really seeing him and his other stuff apart from yep. twilight and even Actually, you know what? If you really want to get technical about Twilight, he was great in Twilight. Yes. He I was mean, one of the, the better parts of the Exactly. The reason that franchise survived was because of him. But because, of, you know, the nature of it, it was all directed towards teens. I mean, right. no, nothing wrong with that. No. But it didn't give him the serious uh, approach. And, and then he got it, serious acting chops. You can't hold that against on. him because exactly. that launched That's his true. career. Yeah. Same for Kristen Stewart. You know, exactly. she's not the best actress sometimes, but she does have her solid moments. Like right. Underwater. Underwater was great. Freaking amazing. <laughs> I want to see that Cthulhu motherfucker come oh, into a Monsterverse man. movie. How that cool would that be? Crazy that dude was fuck. massive, man. Oh my gosh. So, Good you know, thing. you can't judge somebody off a franchise that launched, like Zac Efron. Like, I'm, right. I'm guilty of that. I right. did not like Zac Efron because of High School Musical. Exactly. But now I love Zac Efron. I think he's a fantastic guy. He makes some really solid movies. His comedy chops are top notch uh, sometimes. Better than what you would have ever thought they would be. Right? So, yeah. you know, you can't judge people off that kind of stuff. Right. And, like, you can't judge a director for one bad movie. No. You I mean, you can no, you certainly can't. not be as hyped to go see the rest of their movies. Right. But you can't judge them for that. I so, agree with that. You know, I, I mean... What the fuck were we even going on about? We just went way yeah, off we tangent off from Godzilla vs. Kong. But you know what? That, yet again, it, Adam Wingard, right? Yeah. He's my case in point for this, actually, because I did not think he would be a good choice based off what I had already seen before. Right. Freaking killed this movie. I now cannot wait to see Thundercats because of it. Right. So, you know, you can't ever. Judge I can't that. wait to see Thundercats because I, I love Thundercats. Dude, Lionel is yeah. top five coolest leaders of Man, all time. Especially, yeah. remember that? Did you watch the reboot? Yes. animated series they yes, did for did. like one season yeah whoever canceled that is an idiot come, come talk to me because i want to yeah. punch you so hard in the nose I, I, that you'll I'm never like, breathe straight you give it one season and you say okay yeah and it was top yeah, form really. story too like it, it was, was so well put together it was dude. very good oh it was heart-wrenching so i hope he takes a lot of cues from that for his thundercats uh -huh. movie but also obviously have a bunch of callbacks to the original 1980 show because right. that's just classic. You have you to. Can't, you have you to. cannot not do that. Yeah. So I'd be curious to see what he does. I mean, freaking Jordan Vought Roberts got a really cool project coming up. You know, Gundam yes. and Metal Gear Solid. Yes. Adam Winger's got Thundercats. I think Gareth Edwards just announced that he was doing another movie. I don't mm. remember what it was, but he's been so quiet lately. Wow. I cannot wait to see what he puts out. And then Michael Doherty really hasn't announced anything that he's working on yet. Right. So, I mean, all those directors, they were really great choices. They did really well with what the, they were given. I think Michael Doherty got the short end of the stick a little bit. I think so. But cuz it's 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 tough. It is tough. That's it's a hard sell. You <laughs> yeah. you literally took a franchise that was just in its roots and expanded it enough to get us to the point where we could have Godzilla versus Kong, right. which is the culmination of the universe. Right. You, you did all right. You, you did, did all right. You, you admirable. Yes. Very admirable. A, a plus right. for effort, man. Yep. So, 
Uh, if you had to give Godzilla vs. Kong a score, say out of 10, what would you give it? Honestly, for what I wanted it for, yeah, I'd give it an 8.6. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. I'd give it an 8.6, 8.7. I mean, I wasn't looking for great human dialogue. I wasn't looking for, you know, any no. of the... Uh, we'd already set up the characters. We'd already gotten the right, and they took interest. characters that were from the previous movies and some new characters and melded right. them together to where you really didn't have to be super invested in them. Exactly, but they were cool enough to carry the movie to get you to the action. Exactly. So yeah, I, I agree. agree. That's gonna be one of those movies that I could just have on the background, yeah, and just enjoy every time it's on the background. Like yeah. uh, another one it. for me is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I yeah, put Once Upon a Time in Hollywood so, on over on funny, repeat. That's like funny movie. that's like my Godfather. Right, like, people can just watch Godfather over and over again. While I love oh, this, yeah. God, the Godfather movie, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood's that version of me. Uh, Quentin Tarantino is another director that I would go see any of. Oh movies. yeah, I think 100%. so too. Yeah, uh, you, you cannot not go see a Quentin. You know, Tarantino I didn't movie. think I would like uh, the Hateful Eight, but man, that's that. You know, I I, I have never finished that movie actually. Oh my goodness! I actually want to watch the Netflix version because there's a four hour version out of uh, Netflix. They actually put it out episodically because it was really? his, it was his full. It was like a Zack Snyder thing. It was his full cut wow. where he put out like everything he wanted to put out in it. I've got to see that. I mean, he, he brought Westerns back. Yeah. I mean, he really did. I yeah. Mean, I, I, I want to see more Westerns, but at the same token, I don't want him to keep having to do Westerns. You know, no, like, he's yeah, such no. a I don't want He's to got such either. broad strokes. He can do yeah. anything. I'd really like to see a sci-fi movie from him, actually. That would be interesting. You know what? Actually, at one point, yet again, on a little bit of a tangent here, but he was rumored to be directing a star trek movie at one point with the kelvin crew like chris pine and oh them, yeah zachary quinto yes i don't think I that's remember going through that. but i they just announced actually the uh, the lady that uh, directed loki yeah i don't remember her name but she's actually doing a star trek movie wow with they didn't say if it's the kelvin crew or a different crew or whatever but she's doing another star trek yeah movie, so that'd be really cool that's got anything awesome. else to add to this bud no man i think uh like you said it was the movie we wanted. Yes, very much so. It did exactly what it needed to do. And I was impressed with the fights, the uh, character of the monsters, all of that was right. good. The CGI was straight on point. Yet man. again, that, that this movie really won by being delayed. Because, they yes. re- I mean, Adam Wingard had said, like, the first time it was delayed, the movie was already ready. Yeah. So they just got to do tweaks the whole time. Mm-hmm. And them tweaking all the visuals and stuff. Top paid probably, off. Probably, probably top five visual effect movies yes. I've seen in a long time. No doubt. Like no, no question. You can't really top that. No question. Oh, did I show you the Godzilla statue I have on pre-order? No. I'll have to show that to you. I pre-ordered yeah. a Godzilla bust. My wife actually didn't even argue with me because I've been looking for a Godzilla statue forever. Yeah. She saw it and she goes, "Well, now you have to get it." She goes, "How much is it?" I'm like, "Do you really want to know?" <laughs> she goes, "No, just go ahead." I was like, "Sweet." Full disclosure, close to two grand. Oh, jeez. But this thing is <laughs> monstrous. It's from the Godzilla vs. Kong movie. And there's actually a Kong companion bus to go with it. I think I'm going to have to miss out on that one, though, because that's like 3800 bucks. So when I'll just take my Godzilla to, uh, with it. When we get to the video podcast, the video yes. cast of yes. this uh, I'm gonna have to podcast, pull it out we're going to have to check out some of the other... Uh, Wonderful statues we are surrounded by. Yeah, I got right I got quite a bit of cool stuff around yeah. here. So once I get the studio actually finished, and because right now we're just filming or doing this in my movie room, obviously, uh, once it's all finished and put together, you know, we'll start. We'll do YouTube 
yeah. videos with our podcast. So we have That's other right. ways for people to listen and actually be able to communicate see who with us we are. Comment with us. I don't uh, know if you want to see us, but you know. I mean, right. I like the way I look. I'm, I'm comfortable with myself, yeah, but, uh, too, you know, but. it's whatever. It's cool. <laughs> I, I feel like confidence is nine-tenths of the battle. Yeah. And I'm not lacking <laughs> for any of that. So, you know, it's a win for me. Oh, certainly. <laughs> you know, humor is a big point, too, and I think I'm pretty damn funny at times. So Maybe I'll hit that button. The laugh button? Know, yeah. Which one was the laugh button again? I Do you don't remember? know. <laughs> yeah, that's more appropriate. That's more appropriate, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, we're actually going to be, uh, I haven't told you this yet, but I, I'm starting to work on a website for us, too, as well. So I'm going to be working on that as well. Awesome. And, and then we'll be trying to get together more often to do more movies. Yeah. Uh, we have a lot to catch up on. I mean. Yeah, we do, we've man. We've seen Mortal Kombat. We've yes. seen. Uh, we haven't watched A Quiet Place Part 2 yet, but that's on the docket. That's I've on seen the docket. Fast 9. He has yet to watch it. The next one we're doing is Black Widow. Yes. Excuse me. We're toying with the idea of Space Jam. Yeah. Which my brother, my youngest brother, desperately oh, yeah. wants me to review that. Oh. And my 14-year-old brother's like, do he's it. looking at me going, you don't want him to review that movie. And he goes, why not? I'm like, he's like, you're, he's going to trash it. You don't want him to review it. <laughs> you're going to hate that review. Oh. So now I'm actually kind of wanting to do it. So I can be like, I'll find the nice middle ground. Yeah, we'll find something good. So the next one we're going to do is Black Widow. And then Snake Eyes is out this week. Yeah. Which I am planning on seeing. Or you can I will go see that movie. You want to go see it with me? Go get into that again. You want to go see that with me? I'll have to try to see when. Uh, we go Thursday nights. Okay. So, I mean, and me and me and my buddy Rob, you know, it'd be cool to have you. Even uh, Sean goes sometimes, too. Okay. He went and saw, uh, I think he went and saw Black Widow with us. Nice. Which was really cool. Yeah. Cool beans. It's, it's fun. So, you should definitely again. come hang out. Yeah. They would love to yeah. see you. I mean, every time we bring you up there, they miss you. Cool. So, it'd be cool. Um, and then what else comes out recently soon? I mean, obviously uh, we're waiting for Venom, James Bond. Yeah, what comes out? Eternal uh, Shang Chi's in 19th. September. I don't know. There's August a lot. August nineteenth, something comes out, and I forget what it is. Yeah, but we'll figure it out. And then uh, you know, let us know if you want us to do the Disney Plus shows too, because uh, yeah. he hasn't finished Loki yet. I have, which. That's I'll a whole. That. That's a whole unpackage to unwrap, man. You're I'll probably finish that tomorrow. Okay. I'll probably do uh, that. Falcon so. the Winter Soldier, WandaVision. Yeah. Mandalorian. I don't think we talked about the we series finale. Or season we've finale not, we didn't talk Ooh. much about the second season. Yeah, that was we, really good. Man, so much went on. So good. That that's another director, John Favreau. I'll watch oh man, he yeah. Out. Oh, he he is, you know, he's like Kevin Feige Jr. I yeah, mean, seriously, he, he really he, is. He, he keeps that universe. Kevin Feige's getting to do his own Star Wars movie. Nice. Yeah, and get, the guy that wrote Loki is helping him write it. Oh. Or actually, he's writing it for it'll him. It'll be this, awesome. Yeah. It's going to be great. Top. This is probably, yeah. like, sorry, Gareth Edwards, Rogue One might be getting ready to be replaced yeah. the best. This ah, it'll have a special place because it was probably, I mean, like you said, it is the best standalone Star Wars movie. If you it was a love a Star Wars thing. movie yeah. without lightsaber battles. Uh, you did a good job. Yeah, like, exactly. You know, that's what that's like nine tenths of the time I go see Star Wars movies crazy, the lightsaber man. battles. So, yeah. Oh, J.J. Uh, Abrams is another yeah. one I would go see. Even though Rise of the Skywalker kind of got shit on, still, 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 still an amazing director. I agree. So, and he's actually doing a Superman movie. Oh yeah. Did you see that? Wow. They're, they're looking to, which I'm a little pissed they're doing this, but they're replacing, they're looking to possibly replace Henry Cavill yeah. with a black actor as Superman. Oh, so they're going to do, uh, what's his name? Uh, 
Oh man, the, the alternate Earth Superman. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't remember I his name, but I know which one you're talking yes. about. Which will be cool. Like I'm not. I'm down for that. But I, the part that pisses me off the most is not the fact that we're getting a new actor as a Superman, but that you're taking Henry Cavill away from us before he really got to strut his stuff. I think they should do. I mean, honestly, if they were smart, yeah, they would do similar things to what Marvel does, right? And say, okay. Yeah, if you're going to know alternate vert, alternate universe, or alternate planet, or alternate version, or whatever, Earth, you know, whatever right. version, you st- the other one still exists. Yes, and that's what I hope <laughs> you, they do with Ben Affleck, yeah. too, because Ben Affleck is too. now in a good place to where he feels comfortable coming back and playing yeah. Batman some more. Right. Let him continue to play Batman. Because you can do all of that. Right. You're, it's comic books. Well, it's like <laughs> what they're doing with Spider-Man Far From Home. You're bringing exactly. back Garfield and Tobey yep. Maguire. In, in, you're getting Tom Holland in there, like exactly. you, you can do whatever the hell you want. Exactly. Why, why not keep the talent while you yeah. got it? Because you're not going to have these guys forever. No. Hell, Adam West died a few years ago, so you're never going to get the '60s Campman. Exactly. Campy Batman. Back you're again. not going to do that. So, so. <laughs> dude, speaking of him, did you, have you watched Family Guy recently? I have not. So recently. they they referenced the fact that Adam West died, obviously. Right. And they just replaced him in the show with a new mayor. Guess who they replaced him with? Who? So. Adam West was Adam West in the show. Yeah. The they replaced him with his cousin, Wild West, Wild West. Oh played by gosh. Sam Elliott. Oh, my God. <laughs> fantastic. I dare you. Oh, you should definitely watch great. that episode because it was fantastic. Yeah, I got to check it out. Even his mustache was drawn perfectly. Oh, that's great. awesome. Great. That's great. awesome. It was fantastic. You got anything else to add to this one? No, man. I think this is great. Cool. Well, we'll be back with uh, Black Widow yeah. in a couple days. Um you know, you can reach us on our Facebook page. That's uh, right. You can reach us at our email at tons of clay production at gmail.com. Sweet. You know, shoot us an email if you whatever. We we we'd love to hear from you guys. We really yeah, miss definitely. doing this. This was if we're screwing up or if we're if you want to see something different, something got any wrong. recommendations, you know. Uh, or doing something right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're trying to do it all right. Uh, let us know what you think of the new sound. You know, we're we're hoping it works out. We actually so. just got an intro music too putting that all together so it should be with this episode we're trying to do a whole new thing we're trying to take this a little more seriously than we had before yeah because i think me personally i miss this oh i do too like this was my reason for wanting to talk about yeah man so it's it's good being back yes it really is and now that we don't have to see each other all the time this is now our reason to get together and hang out so yeah well and if you you know if you are in the movie industry and you want to get on the show and come talk to us, we'd love to hear from you. Even if you're Drops just in the TV series world or whatever, like if you work in that industry, love to talk with you. It'd yes, be awesome. Indeed. It'd be cool. Uh, we got a new mixer that allows us to mix in with phone calls and stuff like that and Skype. So we're all set up for whatever we want to do, whatever we can do. We're going to be pushing this pretty hard. So usually, you know, we never ask for anybody to share right. or do any of that stuff. But now we, we want to ask for people to share because we really want to get out there and really start making this a thing like we're ready for that i feel like we're both committed to it now ready for the jump man yeah it'll be it'll be interesting um we're gonna have a new logo up soon because i am actually building a marquee that's that's why i built it's it pretty mark's cool. seen it it's pretty cool it's uh in the processes of being finished right now uh, all hand built so that'll be our new logo and then eventually my wife likes to make vinyls and mark knows how to make vinyls so we'll make labels and stickers yeah, yeah. and stuff like that and do all you know, we'll start buddy. branching out it's great time will tell but that's on the docket at least yeah so it's good to be back glad it to have is, you man. back i am glad fun. to be back and glad to be back with you man thanks brother i appreciate that good do you remember which button with the applause because i feel like we need an applause man. on this 
Hey, there you go. Yes. So, that I don't got much else. So I guess uh, that'll be that. Yeah, we can wrap this up, man. Sweet. We'll talk to you guys later. I've been Kendrick, and I've been Mark, and this has been Movies in Black and White. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>